Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's session, do you sometimes get overwhelmed before a big moment and can't think clearly? Do you sometimes have that voice in your head that's filled with doubt before a big moment? Do you wish you walked into your pressure moments with more confidence? This is Performing Under Pressure Week, and we will do our best this week to give you the insights and tools so that you can walk into your big moments with more courage and confidence and deliver under the most intense pressure. Let's walk. glorious day. We are so fortunate to be alive and to be able to move or moving as we are able. Feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall, feeling our belly rise and fall. If you are new to the last 8% morning, over the course of 15 To 20 minutes, we integrate movement, mindfulness, and mental training exercises. So we walk right now. We pay attention to our belly and our body. We follow a BIG structure. Make our bed, move, and feel our belly and body. And it's really important that we move as we are able. Some people listen to this while at their desks. I would say, wait until you can do it or don't do it at all. And then we follow one of two eyes, ID of the day or identity. And then we follow one of two G's, gratitude or goals. So we're walking right now, being mindful of our body as it's walking and our belly as it rises and falls. And we try to let go of whatever we were thinking or doing and just be present. Be where our feet are. So we're building this muscle of mindfulness so we can be less judgmental, more self-aware in the course of a day. So when we face our more challenging moments, our pressure moments, we can be the best version of ourselves. Not perfect, but the best version of ourselves. And so we're building these skills of emotional intelligence because it's emotions that get in our way. So now feel your hands and wrists as you're walking. 
Now feel your head and neck. And if your mind wanders, just bring it back to the belly rising and falling or to our body. It is something to breathe. And it is a very hard day to record when I think of what happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis and to so many people of color in the U.S. and around the world. And it is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. I think we all suffer. You know, through this podcast, I feel like I want to make it clear to everyone who listens that it's okay to appreciate the suffering that we all feel, because we do. But there is a structural element to the suffering in our society that we who are white don't understand. So I just need to say that today as we're walking. And I hope we can have our heart open to what's going on. And I hope we can make change happen. So we're walking. And we're standing tall, maybe maybe a little sad after hearing that and thinking about that. But we're walking, we're beginning again. And feeling our legs now. And feeling our belly rise and our belly fall. And moving from mindfulness of our belly and body to mindfulness of listening and thinking and reflecting on our idea of the day, which is the first week. This is the first session of the first week of performing under pressure week. And I've got to, I want to start with a question. Would you say that some people do better under pressure? That is to say that statistically, they perform at their best when the pressure is on. If you're like the 40,000 people a month that we survey, chances are you probably answered yes to this question. We found over 67% of people believe that some people, you know, the lucky few, perform better in pressure situations than non-pressure situations. And unfortunately, it's just not true. We have created an insidious myth of pressure, myth of performing under pressure, that in important moments, the best rise to the occasion and perform better than they've ever performed before to win. We see this in sports. We see this in other parts of you know, organizational life, but it's a myth. It's a fiction. And almost the best story that, that really paints the picture is of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is, will go down as probably the best basketball player in the history of the game. And when Michael Jordan is in a pressure situation, that is, when he's shooting a free throw with less than two minutes to go in the game, 
and his team is up a point, down a point, or tied. That's how the researchers looked at this particular study. That's how they defined pressure, shooting a free throw, a very controllable situation, up a point, down a point, or tied with less than two minutes to go. Michael Jordan shoots worse in those situations than his season average. And I'm not picking on Michael Jordan. That's consistent with every basketball player in the history of the game. The average for all players in the history of the NBA is they shoot 76% successfully from the free throw line throughout the game, throughout the season, except when they're in this pressure situation of less than two minutes, up a point, down a point, or tied, they shoot 69%, statistically speaking, worse than the 76%, which is the average. Why do I bring this up? I want to disrupt this myth for ourselves or in our role as parents or managers or people who influence others or people who are facing real pressure with COVID-19. You know, as we reemerge from the lockdown, we feel an increased pressure to perform, to be productive. You know, we have less people in our organizations. And it doesn't serve us to believe in this story, in this myth of rising to the occasion under pressure. It actually sets us up for a poorer performance. Here's why. If we buy into this story, that the only way we will be successful when facing a new, bigger challenge, and you know, think of the Olympian at their first games, or when we get a new role and we want to impress others, or we have a presentation to a big client or to our boss's boss. If we believe when we face this higher level of competition that the only way to be successful is by performing better than we've ever performed before or by being perfect, if we buy into the story, then when mistakes occur, which is an inevitability, we will think, oh my gosh, now I can't be successful, right? We have this story. To be successful, I need to be perfect. Oh, guess what? I just made a mistake. So I was imperfect. Now I can't be successful. We feel embarrassment, shame, dejection, and it causes a downward spiral, a spiral of doom, making it even more difficult to perform. We stop trusting our capabilities. And worst, and worse, we stop trusting our teammates. So beware of this message. Beware of this message that we give ourselves or we give others that the only way to be successful under pressure is to be better than we've ever been before. So feel your body walking, standing tall. Feel your breath come in from the top of your head right down to your toes. Look around, feel grateful. So what do we do? In a word, we prepare. Teams don't, we don't rise to the occasion. We fall to our level of preparation. Let me say that again. Teams don't and we don't rise to the occasion. We fall to our level of preparation. So we need to prepare. How to prepare? Well, over the course of this week, we are going to do our best to equip you with the tools and insights to handle your more challenging moments. But for today, here's where we're going to start. 
We want to help you understand how pressure shows up in your body and how you react to how pressure shows up in your body. So it's similar to what we've been doing this whole podcast is building self-awareness, that building block of emotional intelligence. So take a moment right now and reflect on how pressure shows up for you. Where do you feel it in your body? And we have, if we had more time, and this is what we do in our courses, but we tune into, okay, the pressure that we feel as physical sensations, as emotions, as that voice in our head. But for now, and, and really most importantly, how do you feel in your body when you are under pressure? Do you feel it? Do you feel butterflies in your belly? Does your jaw tighten? Do you feel heat? I feel heat. That's one of the things I do in my forehead. What is it for you? Reflect on that. Now, now that you have it, right? Think of the one place it shows up in your body. Now examine how do you react when you feel that in your body? Again, you've got the idea of how pressure shows up in your body. It's going to be different for each of us. Now reflect on how do you react when you feel that physical sensation in your body when you're under pressure. So let me give you a little bit of coloring to this. Many of us react in one of two ways when we feel the physical sensations or the emotions or that voice in our head of pressure. We either have aversion to it and we try to push it away, avoid it. We don't want to feel it. That's one. The other is we get hooked by it. We get caught up in the thoughts. We awfulize about it and we spin and we get wound tighter and tighter and everything closes in and we can't think straight and we can't perform. So do you push it away and avoid or do you get hooked and wound up and tightened by it? But either way, we're not able to think straight. We're not able to perform. So as a first tool, what I want to suggest we do is change our relationship to it. So to do this now, when we know how it shows up, when it shows up, don't try and push it away. Befriend it. Welcome it in. Feel the feelings and try not to change it or push it away. When we do this, when we just accept and welcome, we disempower these thoughts and feelings. We will still feel uncomfortable, by the way, but it stops there. We don't react to it and get more tight. We just coexist with it without trying to change it. For the athletes I work with, the way we change our relationship to it is by merely saying, you know, kind of seeing it and saying to ourselves, ah, my body is getting ready to perform. And we know, we know we've been here before. And we know we'll be here again, just like you and I. And we welcome it. And in fact, we see it as a sign that we are really living, really engaged in the moment. And we want to walk towards this pressure and welcome it and enjoy it, literally. These are the moments when we're really alive. And then when we make that inevitable mistake, we are prepared for it. It doesn't throw us off. We don't buy into that story that we need to be perfect so we don't fall into the cycle of doom. We let it go sooner and erase the residue of that moment, that past moment from the present moment. This is what Michael Jordan was able to do. He still shot worse than 
you know, he did in his season average, but he was less affected by pressure than everyone else. He didn't go into that doom loop. He let go of it sooner. He wanted the ball back sooner. He was able to be more confident. And this is what you and I can do also. But we need to prepare, right? That's why we, this podcast is, you know, why we need to build this skill little by little, bit by bit. This is drip learning. And if we prepare, as I'm describing here, and as we will during the rest of the week, we will go into our pressure moments looser, not expecting to be perfect. We will let go of the inevitable mistakes sooner, and we will want that ball back sooner as well, right? We'll want to put up our hand in that meeting and not kind of try to shrink away. We will be not a perfect, but the best version of ourselves in that moment. And that is a beautiful thing. I have to tell you, I love my work. I get to work with people who are in these pressure moments, whether at Olympic Games or, or wherever else. And it's so lovely to see someone who just walks in not expecting to be perfect and having a confidence that they're just going to go for it and not worry too much about how they appear to others or if they make a mistake and they just go for it. It's so lovely. And you and I can do that as well. So, feeling our body as we're walking, our belly rise and fall. Moving now to goals. What do you want to get done today? Think of three big things, or little things, but three things that are most important to get done today. What would make it a really good day for you? Just reflect on that and kind of see your day right now. See how you're going to show up today. Looser, more confident, less self-consciously. And as we are finishing our podcast, let us see if we can really commit to continuing to build this ever better version of ourselves. Not perfect sometimes not very confident at all, sometimes full of, you know, the voice in our head that's full of doubt, but willing to begin again. Just like mindfulness, our mind wanders, we begin again. We make a mistake in life, we begin again. We make that inevitable error in a pressure moment, and what do we do? We let go of it. We don't let it define us, and we begin again. Have a wonderful day.